half of the Thursday free fall on the Only Airways the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It's Thursday night, or as I like to call it, Friday Eve here at Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. And since it's Thursday, that means it's time for the Thursday free-for-all. That means we've got stories that'll make you laugh, think, cry, get upset. we got a rant rocket or six. And trust me, we've got a few that deserve a supernova rant rocket. <laughs> we're not kidding. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Stream. I'm currently joined on the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. We also have our AZ Magician. Good evening to you, my dear. <coughs> Hello. <coughs> and thank you. <coughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I didn't mean that. I had a real bad tickle in my throat. That was yeah, the only way I had fun. to get rid of it. That's fine. Uh, hey, it's going to get ten times worse within the next two or three weeks. The yeah. Palo Verde trees are about to pop their blooms. <clears throat> oh, no. You know what that means. They'll be sneezing in sick bee productions everywhere. <laughs> For me, yes. Yeah. All well, right. Now but I anyway, don't know what's irritating my nose, but... Yeah. Uh, anyway, we also have Sajo in the chat room. Lala was in the chat room, and she's saying she's been having problems with her phone doing the chat room, so just have to wait and see what happens. But, you know, I'm on my desktop, so I'm okay. But um, who knows? The uh, shadow do. The shadow do. The shadow yeah. knows. Yeah, that's right. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Yeah, that's right. The shadow does. <laughs> Is that a who knows what? Who knows what glitches lurks in the middle of technology? It ain't him. I know that much. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway, uh, first things first. I got a little bit of an update. I uh, got this from WSFA. There were three kids reported missing in Georgia. Mm. Turns out they were found safe. And they were found safe at 5 p.m. in Indiana because they were all taken by their dad. Indiana? Jones? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's the state of Indiana. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Honey Badger well, couldn't then resist. Go. Yeah, but could you imagine oh, Indiana Jones from Indianapolis? I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my. No, Indiana Jones from Muncie, Indiana. There you go. But yeah, the kids are safe. I don't know about I don't know what they're gonna do with that. If we know if he's going to get arrested or something, don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to see what we got posted. Porky? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Hello, Porky. Shirley? Uh-oh. I didn't do it. I know you didn't I do it. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I believe so you. don't blame me. It's just not Shirley, fair. are you there? Hey. Mm. She said, hang on, I'll call back. It's gone okay. dead again. Well, she's. I just hope we could get to you nowhere soon. Well, it's it's tech, you know. Yeah, ain't technology just a fucking kick in the ass? Yes, it is. Oh. Excuse me. Your shoes. All right, Tim, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, good, because I know something went wrong, so I was like, okay, don't panic, call back. <laughs> yep, you're coming in crystal clear. Good. Yes. And we're and we're also accompanied by our AC magician. Yep. Okay. I'm looking on Stardust. Uh huh. New in theaters. Fantasy Island only got seven, a seventeen percent rating. Not surprised. Oh my. 
Clone Wars, Wars got, on the other hand, got 97%. Oh, yeah. Clone Wars is like the hot thing going right now. And they got a new episode, and they have new episodes every Friday. <laughs> and most people, and I Gee. tell you the truth, I was not one of those well, people, but people got at midnight to just see that episode. You know what I mean? Who is this funny-looking lady with the purple hat and the glasses? Oh, me. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's take a look at, now that I'm back on, uh, let's see. There are a lot of different stories here that we could definitely use a rant rocket with, and I think I'm going to start with the one I posted earlier today. So here's what happened. Um, a family has been sentenced for chaining and caging a special needs child. Oh, dear. That one's definitely – we need a supernova for that one. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the link in the chat, in both chats. Okay. All right. I've got somebody trying to come in. Let me screen this person. Talk amongst yourselves, and I'll be back in a minute, all right? All right. Okay. So, anyway, what can I say? It's just been one of those weeks. At least I got some good news today. What's that? I may or may not have seen it on my Facebook wall, but I'm going to Paracon. All right, who got you to help? Uh, somebody I met at the Quad City Expo last November uh, posted that he's going and he's got room for up to three people to travel with him. Good. I jumped on him. Good for you. And he chatted about it a little bit and he said, I got room for you. So I'm definitely going for the full weekend experience. Good for you, Tim. I'm happy for you. I'm very happy for you. Yeah. Remember, well, ladies and gentlemen, well, Tim and well, Tim and uh, Janet, I got a nice surprise. We got Louie on the phone. Hi, Louie. Glad you could join hello, us. Hello. Hi, Louie. Good. Sorry yeah, for the now caution. I figured out what the, yeah, I figured out what the screening part was. So it's like, okay, now I know it's Louie. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Louie's good. Uh, Hey, no worries. I completely yeah. understand. My question is, yeah, who I'm thought sorry. it was a good idea to start? Sorry. Who's what? what? Who what? Whose idea, who thought it was a good idea to turn Fantasy Island into a horror movie? Uh, I have no idea. Oh. oh, I am so, I watched the old Fantasy Island. Me too. That's how I old it. I am. Me too. I like Fantasy Island. And that um, was probably the worst thing they could have done. Exactly, Louie. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at Stardust. It only got 17%. Yeah. Oh, my. Eh, I usually don't comply with what the critics say. If a movie interests me, it interests me. If it doesn't. Yeah, oh, well. there you go. Because the there was way, a movie, really. yeah, there was a movie back in 2018. A lot of critics panned it. I would see it. I actually like it. Welcome to Marwin. I actually liked that movie a lot. And I see a lot of people bashing on video game movies, but I've been a gamer my entire life. So if it's a game I enjoy playing, like Silent Hill, for example, and I go watch the movie Silent Hill that's based on Silent Hill, obviously I'm going to go in and I'm probably going to like it. But somebody that's mm-hmm. never played it is going to think it's a dumb movie. Well, right. That doesn't mean it's a dumb movie. It just means that the movie was not geared toward you. Right. It's called the opinion. It's not fact. You know, everyone's entitled their opinion. I like Welcome to Mormon. A lot of people didn't. But I and did. It's like Thunderbirds ago. You got people who say, give them their original. I know. And then you got people who, um, who um, like it. I for one and liked I can it. hardly say I have room for both. <laughs> Same here. You take into what some people don't like, and they'll take a classic and update it. But 
I don't think the puppets in the old series never would fly. Right. In today's modern technology. No, but it would I'll not. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I loved Batman as a kid. Mm-hmm. I loved Batman as a kid. But looking back on it now, I go, did I actually watch that shit? Oh, yeah. Because the technology is so... So... Um, has evolved in that 50 to 60 year time frame. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to be quiet now. Oh, you're fine because, you know, it's you're like. Fine. Yeah, because it's like, you know, me, I can say I like both the original Thunderbirds and Thunderbirds Go. I let them stand on their own two feet. I will not compare them because <laughs> it's like they're two, no. I believe they're two different entities and I'm going to leave it that way. Same thing with She Ra, same thing with Voltron. Um, let's see, what else I got? Hawaii Five O. <laughs> Heck, even with Batman, there there are different variations of Batman. You have the goofy Adam West Batman, which mm-hmm. is great in his own way and some can't be. Right, right. You, then you got the Burden Batman, the the Dark Knight Batman. Yeah. The Kevin Conway and, version. Oh yeah. Yep. E- even you have different incarnations of the Joker. With yeah. Mark Hamill. And Cesar Romero from the old Heath Ledger, um, Jared Leto, although bingo, Jack Nicholson. Jared Leto, although I'm not really fond of his performance, you know. Well, I I um, haven't seen any of the later incarnations of the Joker, mm-hmm. but my favorite out of the ones you mentioned, Louis, has got to be Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah. In the very first Batman movie. He stole that movie, basically. <laughs> yes. What? You know, you like what you like. Me? Yeah. I, ne- I, I never did forgive Siskel and Ebert for slamming Independence Day. Never mm-hmm. did forgive them. It became a box office hit, and I left the movie. Yeah, I guess it's like you've always said, Janet. Critics are paid to be critical. Right. And if I see a movie that appeals to me, I will try to go see it. Right. Or catch it when it comes out on video. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to let somebody else talk. Okay. Well, anyway, um, like I said, I had put this story into the... Both chats and Louis, since you joined in, I want to tell you what it is. Um, and this is a place here in Alabama. Uh, there's a family that's been sentenced for chaining and caging a special needs child. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, my thoughts exactly. So um, I'm going to fire off. I'm going to fire off the supernova rant rocket. So uh, everybody, take cover. Supernova rant rocket. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, here is what's going on. This was out of Lee County, Alabama, although the um, the case took place in Otaga County. Otaga County Circuit Judge Sibley Reynolds sentenced five family members who pleaded guilty on various child abuse charges for their involvement in a child neglect case. The defendants were arrested in 2018 after the Otaga County Sheriff's Office received a call that a child was living in a cage. Investigators found a male child with special needs who was naked, severely malnourished, and chained inside a dog kennel. The child had injuries from the chains, which were held together with a padlock. The victim was transported to Children's Hospital in Birmingham and underwent lengthy treatment. Now... Danielle Nicole Martin, the child's mother, was sentenced to 20 years in prison after entering a blind plea agreement for aggravated child abuse. This is the maximum sentence for a Class B felony. Martin's attorney told the judge she never intended to inflict harm on the child. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, and she is not going to last long if those prisoners ever find out what she did. Yeah. This 13-year-old... The 13-year-old child was treated like a dog by his mother. We feel a 20-year maximum sentence is appropriate, Prosecutor Josh Cochran responded. Martin, who was already detained by the Otago County Sheriff's Office, returned to the Otago Metro Jail after sentencing. Now, Vicki Higginbotham, 
the child's grandmother, also received the maximum 20-year sentence for aggravated child abuse. She, too, entered a blind plea agreement in this case. Higginbotham did not speak during the sentencing, but gave a thumbs up to family members in the courtroom as she was escorted back to the jail. Now, Joshua Daniel Martin, the victim's stepfather, entered a plea agreement for child abuse, which is a Class C felony. He was sentenced to five years, split to serve 30 days in the Otago Metro Jail. Reynolds warned him to have no arrests, no drugs, and to get a job, or he would be remanded to prison to serve the entire five-year sentence. Martin, who was out on bond at the time of the sentencing, was taken into custody immediately. Now, there's still two people left. Matthew Allen Phillips and Douglas Jean Phillips, the victim's uncles who lived behind the victim's house, both entered a blind plea agreement for endangering the welfare of a child. They were sentenced to a year in jail, split to serve six months of unsupervised release. Uh, investigators confirm the victim is physically recovered and doing well, and living with other family members. I hope those other family members treat that poor kid better than what his parents did. Well, from what I hear, like he's I doing said fine. A minute ago, they sure as hell are going to find out what it's like in prison when you abuse a kid. Oh, yeah. Excuse me a moment. I'm going to make a phone yeah. call. Okay. That's just despicable. I mean, I know. And I had put this. I was thinking, I know this is probably cruel and unusual punishment, but I really wish their punishment would have been be live in the exact same conditions that special needs boy had to deal with for a little while and see how they like it. <laughs> but seriously, I probably would have it probably would have been considered cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> That's a man named Yeah. But that's just that was just awful. You have to excuse me, Louie. My mouth will dry out quickly, so I have to grab water. <laughs> it's like agua, agua. <laughs> Must have my water. Yeah, you know, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. I wonder how this is doing. Now, Louie, I don't know. Have you heard about this one, Louie, about the, the Oreo cookies and a, and a pack of three that's being sold for like almost $100,000? The what? Yeah, there's a three-pack of Oreo cookies that has been being sold on eBay. I'm going to check. I'm going to see what the update is on this. <laughs> Because I've been laughing so hard at this. Okay, let's see. Um, I want to see best match. I want to see highest and lowest. That's crazy. Let's see. That's part one. Uh, Nine thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Then echo. Echo. Oh yeah, I'm hearing an echo. Oh yeah, I'm hearing an echo. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. <clears throat> yeah. Here, yeah. What's going on is I'm trying to find the the let's see the Oreo Supreme cookie. But seriously, I heard there was like a three. There was like a, there was a three pack going for like ninety one thousand dollars. Oh my! What the heck? You could go to yeah. the store and get two packs for like five dollars. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. Actually, what? not in this particular case. Let me explain why. What's going on is Oreo teamed up with this brand called Supreme. It's like an extremely high-end clothing store, okay? And the problem is there are only 12 locations on the planet. Now, if you're lucky enough to go there, you can get it for like 8 bucks, but it's still $2.67 per cookie, which I think is ridiculous. And here's the interesting part. The cookies are red. <laughs> oh. But still. That's just crazy. I look and it looks like I don't see the um I don't see the uh cookies anymore. They may have taken them down because you know it was getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm just checking to see if they took it down. 
but seriously, a single pack of three. That's just nuts. But yeah, that it looks like they took... Yeah, it looks you like want to know all, how um, many packages of Oreos you could get with just that one? How many packages of or full-sized Oreos you can get with all the mm-hmm. money that's been bid on that single three-pack? Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Supreme Oreo Cookies Limited Edition 12-pack boxes human wear sealed. 1500 bucks. Okay. I think I saw um, a package of Oreo. Okay. Can you do some quick division, Shirley? Shirley, can you do some quick division? Yeah. Okay. I think I saw Oreos at Walmart for like Three. I'm just gonna say three three ninety eight. Okay. All right. Now divide that into that one thousand fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars, and you see how many packs of Oreos you can buy. That's what I'm trying to do is figure out how many, how, how much Oreos you. Three hundred seventy six. So you can buy three hundred seventy six packages of Oreos. For the um, for the cost of three Oreos, you could get three hundred mm-hmm. and some odd full packs. Well, let's see. Now I took that ninety-one thousand divided by three point three ninety-eight. You can buy approximately twenty-two thousand eight hundred sixty-four. <laughs> Crap. So it's like you can buy the whole. And here's a problem. At that. What'd you say, Louis? I said you could buy the whole store at that point. That's true. <laughs> and me, I have a gluten and dairy intolerance, so guess what? I can't even eat these, so it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I like to take my Oreos apart and dunk them in milk or coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, when I posted it last week, uh, James Henry Ward said, no, not even if the cookies gave you superpowers. <laughs> he does have a point. Yeah. It's like okay. no way. I don't it's like you wouldn't get me to pay all that money in the world for three cookies. I can't even eat it. <laughs> and plus you brought up another point last week. You don't know how fucking old they are. Actually, Janet, I found it out. They're actually on pre order. They haven't been ordered yet, but it's like some people, now depending on if you're close enough to one of these 12 locations around the world, then yeah, you can get it. But you got to pay eight bucks. That's still too much for three cookies. Yep. It's like three divided into eight, two. Two. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Okay, now. Let's see. Oh, wait, I already read that one back on money. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> okay. oh, I got it. Okay, Tim posted this one. Um, basically, what happens when what happens when um a demolition company Gets the wrong house. Oopsie. Yeah, can I, yeah, can I read it, that one? Yes, absolutely. I'll let me put it. I'll get. Oh, you're gonna get a chuckle out of this one, Louie. You want to oh, put up yeah. the link? I'll, I'll, you want to put up the link? I'll go ahead and read the article <laughs> since I shared that one. Something the three. Yeah. This would. All right. This is the biggest. Okay. Whoops, my bad. All right, uh, Tim, you read that. I got a, I got another, I got another call to screen. I'll be right back. Okay, go right ahead. Actually, I gotta wait. Let this finish loading everything. Okay, I, I oh, Louie, put a new script blocker on my browser. Okay, so how was your week, Louie? It's been going all right. Uh, how about you? It's been going so-so. All Radiation right. sucks early day. in the morning. Yeah, well, guess what? Who guess who just joined in? Lala. You made it, Lala. Hello. We, we <laughs> have to get that sound effect from Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. 
I need Hello. to find that. Hello. Hello. Lala. Lala. Maybe I introduce know what you to Louie the car guy. Uh, hey, Louie. Hello, hello. I know what everybody's going to be saying. Where the hell have I been? I'm sorry. No, I've been no, working. no. Hey, you've got a life. Tired. Hey, you've got a life. It's okay. Real, you know, our, you know our role in this show is real life, real life first. Hey, Lala. Mm. My life changed a little drastically since the last time we spoke. Oh, that's good. No, not the good drastic. I am being treated for breast cancer. Oh, no. It's a stage one. They caught it early. Yeah, so oh, it, it should be. Oh. Yeah, as long as she got it early, she should be fine. Oh, gosh, Janet. Hey, I'm not worrying about it anymore. I find the mm-hmm. more I talk about it, the more easier it is for me to handle it. Yeah. So, let's carry on with the story, Tim. All right, yeah, after been, you, I've been Tim. waiting for everybody else to get it out of their system. So I actually came across this one literally right after the show had just ended the other day. This was posted... Uh, it was like February 24th, and then was updated. And then were updated. Echo. <clears throat> anyway. Sorry. You know how sometimes it becomes necessary when a home becomes in such bad shape that it needs to be torn down? Mm-hmm. Well, this is a story of what happens when somebody doesn't pay attention when they do it. And as Shirley said uh, before Lala joined, the demolition company accidentally tore down the wrong house. <laughs> so here's what happened. When you go to tear down a house, it's probably a good idea to triple check the address. That's what one Texas company is learning after it demolished the wrong house. A crew tore down a 97-year-old house on the same Dallas street as the one that was actually supposed to be demolished. The company's owner says the home didn't have any numbers on it, and if there were numbers on the curb, they were covered by water and debris from recent rain. Workers saw the house was empty. It had no plumbing or electrical wiring. It was also missing a foundation and had no gas meter. So they figured it was the right place. The house was actually owned by a man who lives in California. He inherited it from a friend who died three years ago and was planning to renovate it. The man told KTVT he wants to be compensated for both the value of the house and its sentimental value. And there's he a, should... a short video on, yeah. the, on the URL there that... Uh, where they actually talk to, I, I don't know if he's the owner or, or who he is. Mm-hmm. But basically, they just went on the assumption that because this looks like an abandoned house, this is probably the one they were supposed to knock down and then proceed to knock it down without mm-hmm. checking that this is the right place. But, you know, even if the house had no markings on it, the first thought in my mind would be, Look at the the house numbers on the houses adjacent to it. If the if you're looking for house number, let's say, uh, three hundred, and the two on the sides of the house you're looking at are two ninety and two ninety four, then the house in the middle obviously isn't the one you're going to knock down because that's not three hundred. Mm-hmm. If you look at the numbers on the on, on the side of the road. They are incremented in twos because it goes back and forth on opposite sides of the street. So right. if you're knocking down a house number 300, and the one you're looking at is not numbered, but the houses on the two sides are 290 and 294, well, then the one you're looking at is not the one you're supposed to knock down. I yeah. don't think that happened here. All right. Well, I know one of the I also, don't, I don't, know know if, I also don't know if they eventually went and knocked down the correct house not, but if I'm the guy from California who owns this home, I would raise a stinking fit and demand compensation. I agree. 
he needs to be compensated for because that was that, I mean I'm sorry that's really stupid even even the extreme makeover home edition knows how to demo the right house <laughs> I think there's only one way to describe this whole situation what's that yep yep I agree with that I agree with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's really dumb Da 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 dumb. <laughs> I will be right back. All right. Man. But seriously, that's it's just ridiculous. I would be reporting that demolition company to the registrar of contractors. Yeah, I would too. It's like if Extreme Makeover Home Edition needed a demo team, don't call them. <laughs> no. It's about as bad as this demolition crew was trying to demolish this building. Oh, yeah. And it imploded <laughs> and it won't go down. <laughs> I wonder if that thing is still up. I want to find out. He says that well, building down was the central core. The elevator shaft was reinforced. Yeah. And uh, and you see, part of the building go down, and the thing is still standing. Wow. <laughs> well, guess what? The, the Leaning Tower of Dallas endures... It's still there. <laughs> it's been going on like that for over a week. Yeah. I'm back. Welcome back. Yeah, Tim, we were we were talking about that leaning tower of Dallas. You remember you know, we were just talking about the demolition. Well a demoli- I wonder if this is the same demolition company that can't get that building to go down. <laughs> oh my <laughs> That probably is. Well, Sounds like something they do. Yeah, but boy, it's it's been it's been hilarious. It's been absolutely hilarious in Dallas. Dallas. The only building that they were successful sorry, the only building that they were successfully able to knock down was made of Legos. (laughs) Oh, oh, winner! You get now the that gold was gold. harsh. You get the golden ticket, Louie. <laughs> yeah, but but seriously, this leaning tower just won't go away. <laughs> so hang on, this is this courtesy of the New York Times. Now you may you may or may not be able to see it depending. So all right. So anyway. This is absolutely hilarious. Uh, Leaning Tower of Dallas to stick around for days, maybe weeks. A demolition company has been slowly pounding the 11-story structure with a wrecking ball that some observers say seems too small for the task. <laughs> oh, dear. So anyway, so anyway, the Leaning Tower of Dallas endures. The accidental landmark that has become a social media phenomenon will remain standing for days and maybe weeks as crews continue their work to bring it down, the demolition company laboring on the building said. After the former affiliated computer services building was imploded with explosives on February 16th, the core of the 11-story tower survived, leaning to one side. Photos and videos of the lopsided structure went viral, and people nicknamed it the Leaning Tower of Dallas. People have taken to posing for photographs in which they pretend to be holding it up, much as tourists do with the Leaning Tower of Pisa in Italy. More than 1,500 people have signed a petition to save the structure by having UNESCO added to its list of world heritage sites. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Let's see. I don't think so either, people. Yeah. On Monday, the Lloyd D. Nimmer's demolition team, which initially imploded the building with explosives, began a multi-step process that is both safe and effective, using a large crane and wrecking ball to topple the tower. Crews are chipping they away at the top. They came in on a wrecking ball. Hang on, the pun, that pun's coming. Oh my! <laughs> that pun's coming. <laughs> Crews are chipping away at the top of the building until it reaches an acceptable height for a high-reach excavator equipped with a hydraulic hammer to conclude the work. The demolition company said in a statement on Tuesday, "This may take several days or weeks, and only the building will determine how many days it will take safely 
to, to safely complete the project, the company said. Local journalists, observers, and admirers of the building have taken to social media to poke fun at the slow-moving process. Some fixated on the size of the wrecking ball. It is about 3.5 feet tall and weighs about 5,600 pounds, and it looks tiny in photos and videos as it swings into the building. Everything is big in Texas, except wrecking balls, one Twitter user noted. One Dallas journalist compared the wrecking ball to the one from a 2013 Miley Cyrus music video writing that he was pretty sure that the singer had a larger wrecking ball for her music video than the one being used to take down the Leaning Tower of Dallas. <laughs> Let's see. Another shared a photo of a man holding up a sign that read, Use a bigger ball, with the building in the background and the caption, He's saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> the story of the city's Big latest balls. star attraction also... Yeah, the story of the city's latest star attraction also inspired the Legoland Discovery Center Dallas-Fort Worth to recreate the tower for Miniland, the center's replica of the Dallas and Fort Worth skylines. The center has been slowly demolishing its mini-tower with a mini-crane and wrecking ball. Matthew Graham, a Legoland master model builder assistant, built the tower last Thursday. Earlier that day, I was just thinking about how many people were talking about this leaning tower, and so many people were going out there to take pictures of them, attempting to hold it up, he said. And so I thought it would be really fun to build it and recreate it for our mini land. <laughs> At least two new Twitter accounts have been inspired by the tower. One was suspended this week. The other called, At Leaning Tower, still stands, teasing followers to see what will become of me. The demolition company is tearing down the building to make way for a 27-acre mixed-use project with residential and office high-rises, hotels, restaurants, and a park. <laughs> oh, but the wrecking ball, ref. They came in on a wrecking ball. Yep, exactly. <laughs> hey, Lola, you still with us? Ah, there it is. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> What are you thinking of all of this? Uh, uh, I had to be honest. I, <laughs> I got no words. <laughs> really, I got no words. I don't blame you. Who Go could? Mask, I take it. <laughs> but yes, Dallas's Dallas Dallas leaning tower is still popular. Yeah, expert. <laughs> They need a Jenga expert to take down the building. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Jenga. There you, you move go. One piece and put it at the top. If you move another piece, it'll fall down. Yep. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go from funny to very serious because this is another supernova rant rocket, and this was posted by Sajo. A child with autism has been denied communion at church in New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Seriously, a church a church is denying this child just because of his autism. Maybe they don't want the disruption in the church. No, well, who knows? I doubt I doubt that bad, honestly. I mean, there are about a million autism. There are all kinds of different places on the spectrum that the child could possibly be, and simply having it is not a guarantee that he's disruptive. Right, right. that's true. Right, but that's but I'm saying that could be the church's reasoning. That's but still the, no I excuse the for the church, though. I agree. It's still no excuse. And then second of all, how would the church even know that? It's a religious yeah. organization. It's not a doctor. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to fire the supernova rant rocket again. So fire here away. we go. Take cover. <laughs> out of Jackson Township, New Jersey. So, a New Jersey family is fighting for their church to see the light after they were told that their son with autism wouldn't be able to participate in communion. Anthony Lacuna is like any other eight-year-old, but he has autism and is nonverbal. 
I just want my son to be treated like everybody else, his mother Natalie Lacuna said. Regardless if it's through church, through school, society, he needs the same rights that we all have. The family says the Roman Catholic Church, St. Aloysius in Jackson Township, told them that Anthony Lacuna couldn't receive the sacraments of reconciliation, what used to be called confession, and Holy Communion. Our whole family has been brought up Catholic, both sides of our family, Natalie Lacuna said. To us, it is very important that we continue the faith in him. As you all know, God says we are all his children. At the time, Natalie Lacuna was told her son could not receive the sacraments. She had been dealing with the school for almost two years, and she says she was told that was not even a possibility. The family maintains that the priest who made the decision was not altogether clear with how he arrived at it. We've never had any communication with him. Never. Not once. Natalie said. He doesn't even know my son. Anthony's father, Jimmy, says the parish has yet to call him in the last two years when they started the CCD process. After a social media firestorm, the church appeared to reconsider and issued a statement that seemed to seek a way forward. Since Monday, we have been researching how we could best assist the most profoundly disabled in a better way. The statement makes no promises about their son. It doesn't say Anthony can do his communion this year, Jimmy said. It doesn't say they will work with us. Natalie added that the situation is wrong. It's a disgrace to our religion, she said. That is so true. That is so true. Honestly, denying a denying a child just because he has autism is like if it were me if it were me running the Catholic Church, I'd be welcoming him in a heartbeat. I would too. I really hate that's that. Just, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and let's see. Oh yeah, you are you know our favorite our favorite group, one million moms. Oh boy. Yeah, they're at it again. And here's why. Conservative I, I Christians posted are, that story. I found yeah, that did. story earlier. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. But anyway, conservative Christians are livid after Clifford the Big Red Dog TV show now features character with two gay moms. Seriously? Okay. Yep. Uh, I like yeah, I like Louis he just said, Love thy neighbor, do unto others as you you know, but man, fuck these people. Got that right, man. <laughs> Two words, one finger. Yep. Indeed. Alright. Alright. I'm not gonna fire more supernova rant rockets because I feel like I've fired so many already. <laughs> we send these Fuckers, an invite to the year 2020. Yeah. Get Thank you. That's time. exactly it. Well, here's one rent rocker that you guys might want to get an opinion on, including Louie, too. Uh, y'all heard about the little fiasco about Gail King, right? No. Uh, no. Which one? Uh, well, here's the scoop. You know, we all know about the sudden passing of the legendary basketball player Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, and his yes. daughter G- and his daughter yep. Gigi. Mm-hmm. Well, Gail King did a interview with a WNBA um, basketball player. I forgot her name, but it's something um, Leslie. And she, Gail King, Lisa brought Leslie? up about yeah, yes, Lisa Leslie. She brought, yeah, she brought up the story about. Kobe's allegation case that was settled out in 2003. Mm-hmm. And mainly everybody got into an uproar, and she suffered a backlash, and guess who kind of added fuel to the fire in the process, but later he had to backtrack. Snoop D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg? Oh, boy. Snoop Dogg. Yep. Snoop was so outraged about the interview, he called uh, Gail King, which, of course, uh, he called her out the name. Then he had to backtrack what he said. Then he appeared on the red um, table with Janet Pinkett and Janet Pinkett's daughter, and mainly he had to clear his name on why he did what he did. Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah. And I have to be honest with you, if you want to find what Snoop Dogg said on his Instagram, he took it off, but a few people uploaded it on YouTube. So you can oh, find boy. it. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Anyway, anyway, back to this story. Um, you know, Clifford the Big Red Dog. They're doing a they're doing a slightly different thing on it, and there's gonna be a character who has two moms. So, here's what's going on: the kids' TV show Clifford the Big Red Dog, based on a series of children's books from the 1960s, has become the latest target from the right-wing evangelical Christian and anti-LGBTQ plus hate group One Million Moms. The group, which LGBTQ Nation described as a group with one staffer and no members, clutched their pearls about the educational family show featuring a child character named Samantha who has two mommies. The group launched an action alert against PBS Kids and suggested that the representation of two moms as parents poses a major threat to family values in your dreams. <laughs> All right, so like here's an example. Uh, Attitude Magazine, homophobic group, one million moms, furious over lesbian couple in Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh, let's see. Uh, the group also denounced PBS Kids for featuring LGBTQ characters in other shows, like Arthur, the long-running series about a, bes- a bespectacled aardvark based on the Arthur Adventure book series written and illustrated by Mark Brown. Back on May 13th last year, an episode titled Mr. Ratburn and the Special Someone featured a same-sex wedding between two men. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Now with Clifford spreading its message of inclusivity... And Love Across America, the hate group's leader, Monica Cole, penned an email warning, apparently featuring a same-sex wedding between two males on on the children's animated series, Arthur, wasn't enough for those who are pro-LGBTQ at PBS Kids. And I loved what one of these tweets said. Oh, look, Monica and friends have gathered in her basement, put on their hoods, and opened the wine and cranked up the Wi-Fi again. Let's see. That happened nine months ago. Now, the recent reboot of the PBS children's series Clifford the Big Red Dog contains a child character named Samantha who has two mommies, Dr. and Ms. Mulberry. The same-sex couple was first introduced in a mid-February episode titled The Big Red Tomato Slash Dog Bot. There was no disclaimer at the beginning of the episode where their relationship is explained. Uh, since when do they have to? Uh, the alert continued to slam PBS kids for not being family-friendly. Cole accused the channel of using taxpayers' dollars to indoctrinate indoctrinate children to the LGBTQ lifestyle. Uh, For the record, same-sex parenting is far from damaging on a child's life. Plenty of studies have shown that in most cases, kids benefit from having gay and lesbian parents. Uh, Abby Goldberg, a psychologist at Clark University in Massachusetts, told Live Science that LGBTQ parents tend to be more motivated, more committed than heterosexual parents on average because they chose to be parents. That translates to greater commitment on average and more involvement. The article also suggested that kids growing up with gay and lesbian parents have the advantage of open-mindedness, tolerance, and role models for equitable relationships, according to some research. Studies have shown that gay and lesbian parents are just as likely as heterosexual parents to put displaced children in homes in the foster care system. In the same email alert, one million moms continued their anti-LGBTQ tirade by mentioning Billy Porter's appearance on Sesame Street. And if a same-sex wedding and a same-sex relationship in the children's programming weren't enough, PBS recently announced that Sesame Street will feature a drag queen activist wearing a gender-bender tuxedo gown in one of its episodes this year. Ooh, and I got and I gotta admit, it looks pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, one million moms browsing about Porter followed the concerns spewed forth by Jason Rapper, a state senator from Arkansas. On Facebook, Rapper said Porter's upcoming appearance on the 51st season of Sesame Street was part of a radical LGBTQ agenda and encouraged the cancellation of public funding for the beloved show. According to page six, Porter offered a simple solution from all the backlash. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, what Can about you me singing with... Something? What? Remember what I added in the comment? Mm-hmm. I said something to the effect, please let the parents decide. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, he's said, if the parents, not fucking damn politics. Sorry, yeah. Lola. I was about to add my two cents, but I'm going to let Shirley finish the topic first. Then I'll add okay. my two cents. Okay, well, I'm almost yeah. done. All right, I'm almost done. Uh, 
If you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, what about me singing with a penguin on the show has anything to do with what I'm doing in my bedroom? The really interesting thing for me is that that's what it's all about when it comes to LGBTQ people. The first thing everyone wants to talk about is how we ha- how we're having sex. Stay out of my bedroom and you will be fine. That is none of your business. If Clifford had any say in all of this, he would agree with Porter 100 paw cents. <laughs> 100 okay. what? Paw scent, you know, paws, dog paws. Yeah. But on tests. Yep. Okay, um, I know I think I think Lala and Louie both wanted to say something, so Lala, I'll let you go first. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll say what I have to say, but I'm going to let Louie take the floor, then I'll say what I have to say. So, Louie, take it away. I want to hear what you got to say, because I'm, I'm intrigued. Me? I'm sorry. These idiots are attacking PBS Kids for not being family friendly. Uh, hello, it's in the freaking title, PBS Kids. They're gonna have more yep. wholesome programs than you can find anywhere else. And I'm so, and I'm surprised that Arthur is still going on. That show was hot when I was younger. I don't like Arthur. I, I remember seeing the original version of Arthur. I remember reading books featuring Clifford, the big red dog, when I was little, and gosh, I turned out just fine. Mm-hmm. Who are these yeah. people to, to badmouth something like that? Yeah. And I mean, these shows are wholesome. They're not going out of their way, you know, to knock anybody down or, you know, make anyone feel bad. No. They take things serious and try to be respectable. Yeah. And on top top of that, it says with two gay moms, well, what about somebody that has two moms? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not gay. What if you have two moms? I have two moms. That's true. Now, Now, for those of you that don't exactly follow my train of logic here, I have the one that gave birth to me. And I had the one that eventually married my dad. Mm-hmm. Technically, the term is stepmother, but she, guess what? Stepmother. Amen to mm-hmm. that. Now, All I'm right. going to throw in my... Now, granted, yeah. neither of them are gay, but that's still two moms. Now, right. if I really want to stretch it out even further, I have two ladies that uh, are looking out for me now that my mom has passed away who act like mom towards me. They're like second mothers. So that's two. Now I have four. I want to hear what these conservatives think about that. And one of now them let me tell, and of, now let me and one of them is a former boss of mine who who like me as like me as much as if I were her own kid. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let Lola have her piece there, Tim. Now I'm I've gonna say this. I've said my piece. Right. Okay. And Lou and Louie, I gotta say this, and everybody can agree with me, that one hundred million moms anti whatchamacallit needs to take at least three hundred gold plated bit pants seats. Okay? Hey, and I'm part of, I don't understand you, Lala. And I'm part and I have to be honest, I'm part of the LGBTQ community because I had two uncles, God rest their souls, who were gay. And they took care of me while my mom went to work. Yeah, yeah. see, here's, here's the biggest problem. They're attacking the shows because they're gay. But they don't, you know, they don't show. It's like what Porter said. It's not showing in the bedroom, Right. Because right. look what happened. My little look at what happened with My Little Pony. They had one episode where there where there were one somebody had one of the characters had two mops. I saw that episode. I mm-hmm. saw that. Yeah. Let's say all they did now, was all they said was all they said was that's that's it. That's the couple. That's it. No you know, no big deal, blah blah blah. Right. And if anybody or anyone don't like it, they can turn off the dial and just turn on another channel. Right. Notice exactly. something boring, like the, the knitting channel. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, truth be told, I think the knitting channel would be a lot more entertaining than this one million moms bullcrap. I have to agree with Louie on this one. Yep. I do too, because it's 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 just going too it's this is going too far. It's like it's twenty twenty. Now me, I'm not a big fan right of the I'm not a big fan of the lifestyle. However, I accept it's there and I'll respect their way of doing it just as long as you don't push it on me. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, just like that um girl at Disney World tried to do. Yeah. Well, have a, for, for those who don't know, uh, Janet and I, we did a timeshare to get, what was it? It was discount passes to Universal, Universal right? Universal Studios. Yeah. Yeah, now, I'm lucky in the process, I never went. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. We had to do a timeshare, okay? And um, this lady, she basically, you know, she was trying to pressure us into doing the timeshare. I'm glad we never did because it's a disaster anyway. Um but um, she she asked she had the audacity to ask the question, were we a couple? And you want to know what Shirley and I said both at the same time? At the count of three, Shirley. One, two, three. No. No. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, they had the goal to ask that. And yeah. they said, said oh, well, we, cater, we cater to same-sex couples. Yeah, it's, it's just like that the, we're not a couple. Same-sex friends doesn't apply to them. Oh, you guys right. together? Yeah. Yeah, she's dead. Okay. It could be best Okay, you know? next story. Yeah, well, we're running out of time. We're down to three minutes. I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, Tim. Yeah, we're down to three minutes. So, but but honestly, you know, I'm you know, I'm not a big fan of it, but I will support them because they have a right to be individuals. Amen to that. Because that's what I'm for. I'm the, I support the right for people to be individuals. Gay, mm-hmm. straight, bi, whatever. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't I just because I don't choose to live that kind of lifestyle doesn't mean that I'm gonna prevent you from living that way if that's what you choose to do. Exactly. You know, as long as you're not forcing your way onto me, then I could care less what you do. So even mm-hmm. if I don't support it, I will defend your right to live that way to the death. Exactly. Me too. Before we go. Yeah, My go ahead. dad used to work for UP Railroad. You've probably heard this story before. My dad used to work for UP Railroad, and there was one guy down there who was openly gay, and he flaunted it, and they're not giving that sass. Who, who knew? And he was the typical, oh, yes, type of thing, mm-hmm. you know? And Jack does not, my dad does not like gays at all. And only because he got soured on him. And I yeah. can't. Now, now that I, I believe, can't I can understand that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you this. We're running out of time. But tomorrow night, of course, it's the All Out Review and Naughty Mad Lib Show. I'll be reviewing, oh, God, seven shows when I try to get it done in five minutes. Okay? I think I can pull it off. Seven shows in five minutes. And the rest of the night, it's NC-17 Mad Libs. Remember, these are NC-17 rated. We will be using a lot of foul language. So if you don't want to be there tomorrow night, don't. All right? Louie. Louie. Oh, my. Yeah, I'm definitely be going to be stopping by. Cool. Awesome. All right. So anyway, uh, it's time to wrap things up by saying this. Please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's Stitcher.com app, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast or Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for the All Out Review and Naughty Mad Lib Show. Oh, someone's asking if we can add extra time tomorrow.
Well, let's see how I feel tomorrow night. <laughs> okay. If I feel good enough, we'll go for night. All right, that's all for tonight, so have a great night, and remember this. You m- I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! And then we get this. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm good. Oh, shit! <laughs> Woo! And finally, last but not least. Let's see. Let's pick one. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. Life advice. Life advice. I'm sorry, sweetie. Right. Honey Badger doesn't give a shit. All right. That's all for tonight. So we'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Jonah, everybody. Buenas noches. Peace, amigos.